Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to the Live Fit Listens podcast, a safe space of growth, personal development, and overall wellness with your host, Olivia Catania, diving into the realms of all things health, conscious living, mental expansion, and much more. This podcast is designed to help you evolve into your best self and live fit. Let's get into the show. Hello, you guys. What's up? Welcome back to the Lift It Listens podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning back in. Today, we're on episode freaking 99, which is absolutely insane. Next episode is going to be 100. 100 freaking episodes of Lift It Listens. This has been such a big passion project of mine, and I really have loved having this outlet just to really just like a passionate outlet just for me to share what I'm thinking about, share what I'm feeling passionate about and just another outlet of expression for me. And I love this little safe space corner of the internet. Like I feel so safe just to really express my mind, like share what I'm feeling really passionate about lessons I'm learning and like hopefully to help you guys. Like I just feel like this is such a pure platform for me and I love it so much. And I can't believe we've really stuck out almost 100 episodes. I'm going to save my speech for next episode. Okay. But I wonder, I don't want to like put pressure on myself to do something special. But like I want to do like a little something. We'll see if something comes to me. I also did uh, miss last week because I'm trying to find the balance when you're doing like creative, a creative, um, pursuit for your job, if you will. It's really interesting to try to find the balance between like discipline and like consistency, but also like honoring your creative flow and your creative process and not trying to like force anything or create from like a place of obligation. And last week I a hundred percent sat down. I even had like a premiere profile open up, which is like what I record through. I had everything set up and I really was trying to record an episode for you guys. And it just was not clicking. Like sometimes I just struggle. Some of you guys may be surprised because I know some of you would think of like, wow, you, she's like very eloquent or like she can speak very fluidly, but there's, it's not that all the time. And like last week was a perfect example. I like could not form a cohesive point or like t- take you guys through from point to point B. It just, I was like really struggling last week. And I just was like, I feel like I'm really trying to force this and it's not flowing. And I feel like it does myself a disservice. And then it contributes to burnout on my end. If I'm trying too hard to force things to make something, you know, enough, nothing that's just not working. And then I feel like it's also a disservice to you guys because I'm then, you know, delivering something to you guys that isn't completely authentic or isn't really the best that it can be because I'm coming from a forceful energy. And it's just something I've been learning lately and something I've been trying to place more action behind is just really trying to not create content from in like obligatory energy because it just really is defeating the purpose by creating from that space. So I'm really just trying to do a better job at listening to my intuition and creating what my soul wants me to create because that's when I feel most aligned, most excited, most passionate. And I feel like that's also when I deliver my best work. So for my gratitude for this episode, I feel like I had so many little things. I was like, what do I want to choose for this episode? But I'm going to choose something very simplistic. But for me, it lights me up. It's like the sweetest thing and I love it so much. So what I'm grateful for is the day of errands. So let me elaborate. A few days ago, it was Saturday. 
And my boyfriend and I, he wanted to go play golf. So I like went down with him down into like Salt Lake City and we were able to run errands the whole day afterwards. And I just love spending quality time with him. And I love just running errands. I think because I grew up in a small town and even where I am at now, it's just, I don't know. It was always just kind of like a special thing to go into a more populated town where there's like more plazas. I know this sounds probably so lame, but it was always like kind of such a fun big deal. Like growing up when we went to like the Target Plaza and there was like TJ Maxx in there and all these different stores that were in that one plaza it was always like so exciting. And so I still have that little excitement like of my inner child when we go do those things. And plus I love just the quality time that I get to spend with him. And it was also a beautiful day. And I just was, it was one of those days where I was just like, I'm just freaking happy to be here like honestly take me wherever you want I'm just straight up vibing like I'm just happy to be a passenger princess in this whole ordeal and like be vibing wherever you want to go and it was just like the simplest but most fun day maybe that maybe that is speaking on behalf of how uneventful my life is currently in the winter of Utah but I just love little things like that like I feel like the older I get the even more like I cherish those things even more so of just like having a good time existing. You know, I just loved it anyway. Okay. So for this episode, speaking of creating more so just from a soul basis, listening to my soul, this episode is a hundred percent abiding by that narrative. When I was meditating the other day, I had, yeah, I think it was, yeah, a couple of meditation sessions ago now. I had some really strong downloads come through of like lessons of like, oh my gosh, like this is what I really am being called to work through right now. And then the next day when I was meditating, I had a download that my soul was like, make a podcast episode about the lessons that like the realizations that you had from yesterday's meditation. So I said, okay, that's what I'm going to bring to you guys. So I want to do a whole other podcast episode on this because there also is that like TikTok trend going around that's like social media is fake. Here's some things that I'm struggling with and people will post like photos with little blurbs of like things that they're struggling with or things that they're ashamed of or things that they're working through or things that they're healing. And I really love that trend. I want to do it myself, but it's also inspiring me to do a podcast episode like in that regard, because I also posted a YouTube video, not this most recent one, but the one prior to that, where I was really just sharing and venting about how I've been feeling lately. Like honestly, the past four to six months of just feeling kind of stagnant and lost and in that whole regard, I just was really opening up to you guys about how I've actually been doing like on the personal level. So if you're interested in that, you can check out that YouTube video. But I do want to bring um, a podcast episode to you guys kind of just in that same topic and just kind of navigating feeling lost in your 20s and that whole thing. But I share that with you to preface kind of these realizations that I had um, in meditation that I'm about to share with you, because I just was kind of, again, feeling like I was lacking a lot of clarity. And these downloads that I had in meditation, I felt like were the exact reminders that I need of like, you know, you're not, you're not checking off these boxes that you think that you are slash you used to be much more meticulous about. And this is like, what is some of the things that are directly contributing to you feeling this kind of cloudiness or this like fuzziness and like lack of clarity in your own life. And so these were just really, these realizations were great reminders to me of like action steps that I need to be taking, um, in order to help me feel more of that clarity, help me return to kind of that higher vibe that I was feeling before that I feel a little bit lost in now and not as like clear in now, if you will. So the first realization that I had was to choose your highest self over your ego. I'm pretty much going to share with you guys what I was, what I journaled about after, which this is also pro tip. If you're meditating, I definitely recommend to have a journal with you because I feel like I always will get these downloads and then I'm like trying to frantically like remember to write them down or else I'm someone who will forget them. So I really like having my journal next to me so I could jot down these things when I have 
have these realizations. So the first one, like I said, is to choose your higher self over your ego. And this is regards to the thoughts that you're having, the actions that you're taking, the energy you're embodying. And this is not the first time I've talked about this on on this podcast, but it is so important. It's one thing when we're doing our affirmations that I preach about. It's one thing when you're meditating, which I preach about. It's one thing when you're doing your journaling, right? You're you're writing down who you want to be. You're meditating and, and feeling the feelings that you want to feel. But it's so important when we're talking about really stepping into this dream life and becoming the version of yourself that you've always wanted to come or being your best version, the key there is actually being, right? We can't talk about it. We can't meditate on it. We can't write about it. We have to actually be it. All those tools that I talk about that I still believe in so much, my point is not to bash those things. Affirmations work, meditation works, journaling works, but on a contingent basis, those are tools for us to kind of get the ball rolling, rolling for us to get clarity, for us to establish a direction that we're going, for us to establish um, kind of what we need to be embodying or what we need to be working on in order to become kind of that our highest version, right? But we have to take those tools and actually put those things into practice continuously every day. You have to, those feelings that you meditate on, you need to carry those with you throughout the day. You need to act from that whole energy throughout the whole day. You can't just sit on those feelings and think your life's going to change in that 15 minutes and go about your day acting from your past programmings or acting from your past belief systems or acting from your lower energies that you used to be in. Like the whole point is to take the feelings that we're cultivating in meditation, to call, to take the realizations that we're having, to take the downloads that we receive in journaling, to take the um, positive self-talk that we're speaking about in affirmations. And we need to carry that with us through our day-to-day life because nothing is going to change if we're not acting from that space and actually being in that space and embodying that space. Like when we're talking about our quote unquote best selves, right? Which is just honestly a term just to help us keep, keep, to keep evolving in life. Right. And hopefully to guide us closer to our dream life that all of us have in one way or another, uh, you know, some, maybe a vague picture or a very crystal clear picture in our minds of kind of like, what would our ideal life look like? I'm talking about showing up as the version of you that lives that ideal life. And it's important for you to embody her. It's important for you to show up as her. You can't talk about her. You can't write about her. You can't sit thinking about or you have to actually show up as that version of you. So this was a really big download, especially because me, I personally feel like my ego has kind of built up again. I've been acting a bit more from my ego in the sense of like having more self-doubt and letting that narrative win or not feeling like I have like a really strong belief in myself. I feel like I've been talking myself out of things more or just haven't had that same spark. I just feel like I haven't been living and thinking and taking action and embodying the energy I would if I was truly acting as my highest self. So that is a huge one to choose your highest self over your ego. It is a choice. And a lot of the times we lose sight over that. And sometimes we're just on autopilot that we don't even realize that we're hindering ourselves because we're subconsciously waiting for something external to tell ourselves that we're allowed, that we're able, that it's time to now show up as your higher self. But the caveat is that you need to show up as your highest self 
first? How would she think? How would she act? What would her energy feel like? How would she show up? How would she talk to herself? How would she have, what would be her go-getter mindset, right? The whole point is to embody that now to then have your outside reality shift as a result of that. Your, your reality, your outside reality is a result of your internal space. It's a result of your sense of identity. It's a result of how you see yourself. It's a result of the actions that you take. But of course, all those things I mentioned previously, how you see yourself, et cetera, those all dictate the actions you take, which then dictate how your reality plays out. So that is a huge one to really focus on choosing your highest self over your ego and actually backing that with action and actually backing that with action regards of fully embodying and showing up as your highest self. The next thing that I have written down here is placing more action behind your intention to be a beacon of light. Now, let me explain this. A big um, affirmation of mine or when I'm meditating, I really will visualize myself, my vessel filling up with love and light, kind of like the inside of a lava lamp. I picture that substance like filling up my body. Um, and I use that affirmation, like I'm a beacon of love and light, or like I'm a walking embodiment of love, or I'm the human embodiment of love and light, et cetera. And then I picture myself glowing, which is an amazing thing. And it really helps to set us up for success in our days, right? To align with that intention and align with that really powerful, beautiful healing frequency. But again, it only does so much if it's starting and ending in your meditation, all of these, um, personal development practices, only so much can happen in between the starting and ending. The point of these practices that we do are to get the ball rolling and to set us up in that lane of choosing our best self, essentially. But we have to actually carry out and and live out these practices that we're doing in our personal development practices so they actually live out in our day-to-day life so they can actually accumulate into making a change in our life. So for example, by this, I mean living with more kindness, having more patience in my day-to-day life, letting go of more things that I can't control, sending love and blessings to others of things that I don't agree with or things that are bothering me, you know, or things that are frustrating me, sending love and blessings to them and move on, having more compassion, seeing the good in more things. It's like, if you have that intention to be a beacon of light, right, you have to actually put in the action to live that out and to actually embody what it means to be a beacon of light. And those characteristics that I just listed are some great ways to do those things. And I think that's a lot of the missing piece when people want to up-level their life or become better or be their best self. People don't think, people don't always realize that it's the really little things that make a big difference, right? They focus on doing more meditations, cold plunging, journaling, going for nature walks. And don't get me wrong. All those things are beautiful. I don't want to get it twisted that I'm like knocking those things down. All those things are great, but those are things to help to cultivate the tools for us to then put those into practice in the minutia of the little things in life, because those are the things that compound into big things. So for example, when I'm saying I want to be, you know, a beacon of light and have more action, um, to back that, that goes as small as me having more patience with my family in the house. You know, maybe my dad said something to me that um, was really frustrating. And instead of me stapping at him, that could be an opportunity for me to have more patience, maybe to have more grace, maybe to have more understanding. Have That's more of an opportunity for me to pause and say, how would my higher self respond to this situation instead of acting from my ego? Those little things like that 
really go a really long way of really dictating the frequency and the energy that you're living from, which then is dictating the opportunities you're coming into alignment with, your quality of life that you're enjoying, your perception of life. Like it really goes such a long way. So even these really small interactions, maybe someone cuts you off on the road. Like, are you shouting to them and being like, oh, you, you dick, you just cut me off, whatever, whatever. Like, is that how your higher self would react? You know, like, are you being a beacon of light by casting, you know, negativity or blame or just acting from your ego? Like, is that serving you? No. And that could be a whole other podcast of how anger and things like that do absolutely nothing but just handicap yourself essentially. And like, you're hurting yourself by doing that. But little things like that, or when you're going to the store and someone doesn't hold a door open for you, are you looking at them and subconsciously in your mind, you're like, damn, like they're completely so selfish or like, that was so rude of them. Like, did they really just ignore me like that? Or are you acting from your higher self and you're giving them compassion, the benefit of the doubt? And you're saying, okay, maybe they had a hard day or, you know, just anything, you know, those little instances in day-to-day life are the minutia repetition that really, really matter for you to finally see results. It's the same thing like when you're in the gym and let's say you go in and the main things that people think about when you're like really in the fitness space, it's like focus on your compound movements. Let's say you go in there and you're only doing one to two sets of like three different compound movements. That's good, right? You're getting on the right path, right? Your intention is there. You're going in the right direction, but you're not going to see as much change, as much results, as much. You're not going to notice as much of a difference as you would if you're doing three thorough, three, excuse me, three thorough exercises of three compound movements for three thorough sets. And you're also doing two isolation movements at the end for three full sets. You know, in this metaphor, that isolation work is like these minutiae details that a lot of us don't pay attention to in our day-to-day life of someone cutting you off on the road, of someone not holding the door open to, of your parents saying some passive aggressive comment that you could explode on, et cetera. It's like all these little things that seem so small. They're like, oh, it's just the isolation work and the workout. Like they don't really matter, but they do matter. And that's how you really can actually see progress in the gym is when you're focusing on the well-rounded nature of it and you're showing up even for the small things because those are what really accumulate. It's kind of like the same saying of like that 1% every day really does add up. It's like those small little things that seem like nothing are really, really important because those are usually the missing pieces that are really lacking us from getting actually over the hump of from point A to point B. It's like the little things matter in conjunction with the big things. You need to make sure you're paying attention to all areas in all honesty. And so then the third and final realization that I have is to place more effort and intention to not feed into lower frequencies. This is kind of similar to the past two um, that I recently just said, but I think this is also a big one because again, it's so easy to fall back into old habits into lower frequencies and to feed into lower frequencies, especially when you don't have a ton of control in your environment. Maybe it's your family or you're really struggling to cut ties with like childhood friends or something that runs really deep, or maybe your family or friends and they're still really in your everyday circle. So it's kind of awkward to cut them off right now. It's just not really a good time or whatever the case may be like there, or maybe it's in the workplace, right? We can't always control our coworkers, whatever. Like there's just certain things in life where a lot of the times we are tempted by lower frequencies that aren't always the easiest to just cut off, you know, 
in the next day. It's like we need, we're living with these things and we need to try to find coping mechanisms to make sure we're kind of creating space and not absorbing their own frequency. But sometimes it can be challenging. And like I'm saying, it definitely is the easier option to just kind of slip into lower frequencies. And maybe that is your egoic thoughts or self-sabotage or doubt or choosing the easier option of watching TV and not going to the gym. We really, really, really need to be intentional to make sure that we're constantly choosing and making the choice that our higher self would make. And, you know, a great question to ask yourself is like, is this decision serving my higher self or not? Is this decision... Uh, like leading me closer to accomplishing my goals or is it not? Is this decision helping me get closer to creating my dream life or is it taking me further away? All of these questions are really important to ask yourself with and, you know, create a minute of space. You know, it takes three seconds, a minute, uh, three seconds of space, excuse me, um, for you to ask yourself these questions before you make a decision can go a really long way to make sure that you're constantly choosing the self-serving path because everything in life is always a choice, whether we believe it or not, we're constantly choosing no matter how small the decision and that's why that's kind of always the narrative like no matter what we are constantly manifesting the life that we currently have based on the compounded decisions that we've made and so if we're constantly feeding in and choosing the lower frequencies eventually our life is going to reflect that and again this could be so small as lower frequencies in your mindset of how you're thinking but it could also go into the bigger more tangible realm of feeding into lower frequencies in terms of the action steps that you're taking or more so I should say the lack thereof of maybe you nutrition you're choosing to put in your body or the um, lack of exercise that you're choosing to do or maybe more drug use that you're choosing to do that's not serving you etc and so it does take effort and intention and action steps to really change the frequency that you're choosing for me I want to live my highest vibe most fulfilling life as I possibly can and that's going to come down from down to me choosing the higher frequency options. So what I wrote here in my journal is I'm releasing egoic thoughts. Um, I'm releasing self-sabotage. I'm releasing self-doubt. I'm releasing negative self-talk. I'm releasing worry. I'm releasing fear. I'm releasing judgment. I'm releasing control. I'm releasing timelines. I'm releasing rush and hurry. I'm releasing lack of compassion and I'm releasing lack of understanding. So all of those things have carried just a lower energy. They carry a lower frequency to it. Those, those things, those thoughts, those emotions, those mindsets, those always make me feel heavier. They make me feel discouraged. They make me feel like I can't do things, which is never how your higher self would feel or how your higher self would want you to feel. Your higher self is one that makes you feel inspired, that makes you feel empowered, that makes you feel like you are in your power, that you're capable, that you're confident, that all things are possible. But your higher self is also one that's in the flow of life. Your higher self also is one that trusts. Your higher self is one that has faith in your divine timelines and divine timing of life. Your higher self is one that trusts so hard that what is meant for her will not miss her, that she does not worry about timelines or she does not try to control when things are happening or she does not try to rush things from happening because she knows that what is meant to happen will happen and she trusts that there's a higher power that is controlling these things and that what is meant to be will be and things are constantly always working out in such a divine way that is so often past our ability to comprehend in a human body that we just need to trust that our, our higher self trust that there's a bigger flow and a bigger operation that's going on that's bigger than all of us and so she honors that and she trusts 
that and she respects that. Your ego is one that always wants to keep you safe, which I did a whole episode on your higher self versus your ego a while back, like single digit episode while back, like two years ago now. But I think it was like episode four, five, six. If you're interested, it was a really good episode. Um, and if you're interested in learning more about your higher self and ego, I would definitely recommend going to listen to that one or watch it, I guess, if you're on YouTube. Your ego is one that wants you to really play it small in order to keep you safe. Your ego is always trying to not expand. It's not an expansive component of you because obviously what is out, what is outside of your comfort zone or expanding outside of what you already know obviously leads you to the unknown. What's your, what's your egoic mind deems as unsafe. It deems as a threat. It doesn't want you to be vulnerable. It wants you to stay protected. And so that's why the, your ego really will talk you out of trying new things or being expansive or taking risks or, you know, really getting outside of your comfort zone because it wants you to stay safe. So a lot of the time as coping and safety mechanisms, your egoic mind will feed you um, self-doubt. We'll talk negatively to yourself. We'll have a lot of worry. We'll have a lot of fear. We'll give you a lot of thoughts that then contribute to self-sabotage, right? Or it will judge others as a projection of kind of how you judge yourself of not giving yourself the freedom to evolve and change and grow and try new things. So your egoic mind is never going to serve your higher self. Your egoic mind is never going to lead you towards, excuse me, an expansive new lifestyle that a lot of us are dreaming of because it's unfamiliar. And your egoic mind would definitely rather keep you in a familiar hell than in an unfamiliar heaven. And that's just very true. And I want you guys to take a second to sit with that because once you can really truly know and recognize that is when you can really start to implement a change. Your egoic mind which is a lot of the way a lot of us are operating out of, would rather have you stay in a familiar hell than have you leap and take the risk towards an unfamiliar heaven. Even though the heaven would be a better quality of life, you'd be happier, you'd be more fulfilled. Simply the fact that it is unknown, the egoic mind sees it as a risk and does not want to push you towards that. So doing what you can to really rid and shed your ego and act more out of your higher self, the better that is where your more fulfilling dream life is going to lie. So I have also written down here, choose to vibe higher, choose your higher self. How would your higher self think, act, and be right now? And I think that's kind of a great closing for all of us um, to journal on this is how would your higher self think, act and be right now. And you guys know I love the word embodiment. Like I said, I've done some episodes on this, but I think that was really when I saw a shift in my life to being in the in the phase and the frequency that I'm in right now. The reason why I got here from being fresh out of college, having no platform at all, constantly dreaming of lifted being something and really trying to turn my passion into a full-time job, how I got here where I am right now was full embodiment. I acted as if I already had everything that I desired. I acted how I thought I would act being in this being in this position. How would I act as someone who already had a following? How would I act as someone who was already making a living off of her passion project? How would I act if I was already someone who had a successful podcast, right? I would speak with more confidence, more clarity. I would have more confidence in my actions, right? I would be more decisive in the sense of knowing that I know what is best and trusting myself more. I showed up online with more courage and more confidence to take up space, right? I wasn't showing up online with 
the assumption that I used to that no one cares, right? I was showing up with the intent, with the assumption and the energy that everyone cares. And so I was speaking as such, and that's what the reflection of my, my reality was. So I can't express enough how important full embodiment, embodiment, embodiment is when you are, you know, trying to live a happier or more prosperous life. And it doesn't even need to be like live your dream life by having all of these monetary or physical or material manifestations come through. This could just be emotional fulfillment. And it it applies even more because that is what you're going to see first as a result of this work, as a result of showing up as her, as a result of being really intentional with choosing your higher self, of choosing to act with higher frequencies, you know, of choosing to put more action behind your intention of being this high vibe, being of light. It's like the things that come first is the shift in the emotions that you feel because you're just on simply a different energy at that point. And that directly correlates the emotions that you're feeling because of the different energy that you're on. So even if you're just trying to be happier, like maybe you feel like, dude, I actually have everything I wanted that, you know, in my quote unquote dream life, but I still don't feel fulfilled. This work will allow you to feel fulfilled because they will allow you to tap into that abundance of fulfillment and bliss and all these beautiful emotions that we all have within us. And once you understand that these emotions of unsatisfaction, these emotions of feeling unfulfilled or these emotions of just feeling like something's not right or like something's missing, like those are coming from within you and we have the same power to also cultivate way more prosperous self-serving emotions also from within of joy of bliss of fulfillment of gratitude and they come with making a choice of seeing more beauty in life they come with making the choice to feel better in your life and they come with the choice of choosing things that actually fill up your cup and actually raise your frequency, which will ultimately correlate to a more fulfilled life. So that's everything that I have for this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope you were able to have a takeaway. I hope it landed. I just feel like these were some really big things that I've been working through and I figured it would help someone, you know, if this is something I'm going through that it would help someone um, as well, but I just can't stress enough how important it is to back all of our intention setting, to back all of your personal development habits actually with action throughout your whole entire day, because that's when you are actually stepping into a shift and a change. The small things really do add up. It's kind of the same thing again with these fitness analogies. If you were only to track your food sometimes and you had a really strict bodybuilding goal, you need, you know, and maybe you're doing it 80% of the time, but in order to really see that shift, you need to actually harness that 20% as well to get you somewhere. Or sometimes I even notice it as simple with my water intake. It's like just the small amount of like, oh, I had half a gallon of water today. It's pretty close. It's like if I have really strict fitness goals, making sure I'm getting three quarters of a gallon or that full gallon goes a really long way. It's like, it's, or if you have a step goal, you know, maybe if you had a goal of 10,000 steps and you're like, oh, 7,500 is good enough. I always would notice a really big difference when I actually got over the hump of the goal that I said I had of getting that full 10,000. It's like that last little stretch that seems insignificant of, oh, oh, we did it enough. Oh, we're, we're close enough you're, how do I, you're not, how do I say this delicately? But it's like, you need the, you need to do it thoroughly through and through to actually be able to see that shift in progress. And this directly correlates. This example is perfect for, um, in regards to your emotional fulfillment and emotional change. Um, and even bigger, if you're trying to have a change on the physical scale in terms of the reality that you're living in your everyday life. So, That is everything for this episode. For the affirmation for today, I've written down some really great affirmations in here the past couple of days. 
But I really feel called to share this one with you because this one is a very powerful. Um, sorry, the lighting just drastically changed in my room. Oh, it's back again. Sun's coming back out from the clouds. Okay, this one is very powerful and it lights me up every time I say it. So it says, it is safe for me to step into my highest self and greatest potential. It is safe for me to step into my highest self and greatest potential. This affirmation goes perfectly hand in hand with that egoic conversation that we were having because a lot of the times what is restricting us from our greatest potential is simply our ego not willing to take the risk to have us move into an expansive energy or to take a risk of changing our environment or taking the leap of or, or applying to a new job and it's a really shitty place to be in, in my opinion. So really affirming to your subconscious mind that it is safe for you to step into your greatest potential. It is safe for you to be your best, highest self. That is going to be the first step for you to finally, for your subconscious mind and your ego to finally allow yourself to step into your best version. So again, it is safe for me to step into my highest self and greatest potential. Such a good one. Very powerful. If you really want to see a shift in your day-to-day -day life, please, I recommend saying that affirmation every morning. I'll loud in the mirror and I promise you you will definitely start to see a shift in your reality so I'm sending you guys so so much love thank you guys so much for being here and I guess I'll see you in the 100th freaking episode what the heck also gentle reminder that there's only about two weeks left if you are interested in coming on my Bali retreat if that is something that is calling you we only have two weeks left to book and then after that the trip will be completely closed and we will not be open to new bookings so the trip page will be down below you guys have most likely heard me talk about it a few times now it is an eight-day retreat in beautiful northern Bali so if you're looking to travel meet new people really connect with yourself deeper we're going to be doing a lot of internal workshops as well as also traveling the country so if that's something that's sounds exciting to you. It lights up your soul. I definitely recommend clicking the link down below and having you join us. We currently have myself and then 14 other amazing women coming on this eight day retreat. And I would absolutely love to have you join us. I'm sending you guys so, so much love and hopefully I will see you in the next episode. Peace out.